Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Well, hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. How's it going? Well, you know, it is just so great to be talking to you on what's the date? April 9th. April 9th, and mm. we are not late. <laughs> we are not late, but you know who was late? I bet everybody can guess. It was Susan Miller. <laughs> wow. So this month, and we thought she was very late last month, but she outdid herself this month. Yes, way to overachieve, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> so she, was, the- she exceeded expectations and like under-delivered at the same time. Like, way to go. <laughs> That's true. She has a very strange thing going on here yeah. where she was able to do both. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she posted on the 7th, the 6th? She uh, she posted late night on the 6th. I saw that it went up on her website, but I could not get it on my app until April 7th. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's when it was. And I will say like, it was so – I know that we usually, like, we like it when she's, like, a day or two late, but it was a full week late. And also we knew there was a new moon April 1st, so it felt like we were really all just hung out to dry. And then my other favorite part is that she kept putting social media updates telling us, like, when, who she's writing, which sign she's writing. And, of course, none of us know what that means, how many are left, and, like, how it's going to be a must-read and, you know, like, all this hype about it. And all of the comments on Twitter and Instagram were, like – some one of my favorites was somebody said something. This is going to be more like my three week horoscope, <laughs> or people will be like, "Um, could you just start writing about the first week of next month? Because we're not going to get it until then." <laughs> or like, or people who like really were like trying to very give like very considered time management tips to her. Yeah, and I was like, which, oh. like they were. Maybe some of them were sarcastic, but I feel like yeah. most of them were really in earnest. Like, Susan, maybe if you start a little earlier, yeah. you can get a horoscope to us closer yeah. to the first of the month. Like, yeah. I think Susan understands the basic principles of time management. Yeah. I yeah. think she's just not interested. Yeah. And as you and I were talking about, she's been doing this for 25 years. And if, like, time management were the issue, like, that is what would have fixed it. But, like, I think this is just her process and she... <laughs> Like that's it. That's just yeah. it. This There's a like, problem. like you're if you like you get better at doing things over the years, and definitely like getting them done on time has never been the area that she wanted to exceed in. No. But I also wonder then why was there why were there so many months in 2021 where she was early or on time? So I like something know. something had worked or like, and I don't know maybe she wasn't as busy. Like right now we know she has a baby baby grandson, but like. What was going on that she was like able to get them done earlier? We don't know, but right. Or Courtney was really staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something. I mean, Scorpio this month is really long. Yes, and she did say in her note that it was forty thousand words. So like, I mean, you know what? And the other, then every time I get mad about how like they're so long and she's taking so long, then I then I feel ashamed because I'm like I have yet to write a forty thousand word anything in one month. (laughs) Yes, I I understand that. I also then think this is free. This is free. I don't, yeah. I won't, I won't even write 40,000 words a month for money. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so now I really don't know where I fall on this. <laughs> um, yeah. There were lots of people on social media too saying that 
they'd been reading Susan for years and now are canceling their subscriptions. It okay, wasn't yes. sure exactly what that meant. I think so. What I was reading some of those too, and I think what they meant was like she keeps talking about the app, like get the app, right? Because the daily things are longer when you pay for the app. And people were saying that like it wasn't worth it because they weren't getting the monthly um, thing any earlier or on time, and they didn't think the like they didn't think the daily longer horoscopes were worth the subscription fee. And they also think they were mad, so they wanted to, like, in some way punish her or something. Right, right. But, um, but, but you and I have said before, like, if she could promise that those – that the monthly would be on time if you subscribe to the app, then I think a lot more of us would pay for it. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah there were a lot yeah. of people encouraging her to start charging for the monthly. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they thought that might keep her on track. Right. Oh, it's a money issue. She's not running money for it, so it's going to be late. And I was like, again, y'all – I was like, if Susan Miller can't write 40,000 words on time for no money, even though she has, like, the soul to pour into it to make 40,000 words, and I can't write 40,000 words for money, I don't think the, I don't think these are the issues. <laughs> I don't either. Um, she tells us in her note that she started to write on March 17th and was writing up until they posted on April 6th. Like, that was some kind of reason or like that justified why she was late but to me starting on March 17th doesn't mean a lot well it doesn't mean a lot because we don't really have that much context so this is her note the note to Susan Miller we're just going to get into it and I thought she was saying March 17th to let us know that she did start earlier like it's not like she started on March 28th and then you know wrote all the things she was trying to say I was writing for like two and a half weeks okay yeah so I well then by that logic she could have started on March 11th and delivered them on April 1st. Correct. So you're right. Maybe she saying. does if she does start early. But you know if I were her and I wrote like 4,000 words and then it came out April 7th, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to touch this again until April 20th. So That's, right, I, but this is part of yeah, the bad cycle yeah. that she's not interested yeah. in correcting. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Something else is going on that like helped herd her into a timeliness thing last year. But yeah, the coming out of full week late is just, I don't know, it just makes me feel depressed. Like, and also like there's like, I almost didn't want to read it because I was like, I feel like there's no point. I already missed a new moon. Same because she, well, also on the website, when you went to the website, there's a little bar at the top Hmm. that's like, Susan is still working um, on your horoscope readers. The new, the new moon is delicious or something like that. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but like the new moon was April 1st. Yeah. So yeah, no, we just, we missed it. Um, I also got tagged on Facebook. Someone was like, is Susan Miller okay? Where are these? Laura, do you know? And I felt like really honored that I was like, and I was like, we don't know. They're just late. She keeps saying they're coming. We don't know why last year she was able to be on time. And then you know, we were then everyone in the comments is chatting about like the drama on her, the comments of all of her social media feeds. Wow. People know yeah. you're a real Susan. Concept. I know. And I also, also like people who I don't really know that like they listen to the horoscopes. I always feel like excited that like, oh, like I'm known as a Susan Miller expert. Like, thank you. You are. Well, yeah. my friend Laurel texted me. And said that she saw on Susan's Twitter that Susan said April is a must read. And then she said, here's hoping we get to read it. 
<laughs> a plus comment. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, if more people like leave us comments on like about like what their take on Disney Millers, I would love to be like the hot take from our listeners. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, listeners, feel free to email us astrologyzoned at gmail.com if you have any hot takes you want to hear on the podcast. We love your hot takes. Exactly. Ooh. We'll we'll yeah. Summarize them in the next episode. Yeah. And maybe we'll also just go into the comments of her social media next time and pick what we thought was the good hot take. Ooh, that's good. Look at me thinking. I'm a thinky thinker. Wow. I'm looking forward to that segment, Laura. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm glad we thought of it. Um, Yeah. So she said that it took her from March 17th to April 6th. And then my other favorite part was that if you printed out to all 12 signs, you'd have to use a lot of paper. And I was like, correct. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Thank like, you, Susan. Um, and then I like, and then again, I was like, she didn't give it anything about her health, which sometimes she does, and then sometimes there's a reason. But she said, I wondered if I had the strength to do all this explaining to 12 signs as quickly as I could, but I did it. And now I want you to read all the good news I have to share. And then here we go. This is Susan Miller, like write it writer. This is her um, this is like her writing tip. When I write to you, I attempt to become you, to look at the world through your eyes, to look back at what you've been through and for and forward to what is coming next. And I was like, oh my God, Susan Miller is like, um, she's not a method actor. I think she's a method writer. I think she is as well. Yeah. She knows how much goes into this. Mm-hmm. And yet. And yet. Still does not start earlier. Yeah. Well, you know, this this all has, also has the ring of like Susan Miller Oracle, like it's very draining on her energy to like embody all yes. like, the whole entire zodiac, you know. Maybe that's like what takes so long. Um it reminds me of like I'm people sure who do like so. energy healing and they're like, Oh, I've just gotta break right. It. Also yeah. how like the planets can be full of like just yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's taking in all that energy and trying yeah. to become us or whatever. Yeah. And I guess I'd be like, hey, Susan, you – like, if you can figure out another way, you don't have to become all of us. We're just looking <laughs> for a heads up on a few things. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then – in other things that are mm-hmm. rather late oh, yes. at this point. <laughs> okay, this is my favorite. This is like later than late is late. Okay. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Then in the note, she addresses her year ahead 2022, which is still not out. Right. The, ca- the year ahead calendar for 2022. And I thought it was a, a typo. I thought she meant she was working on 2023s. And then I was like, no, she means 2022. And I was like, wait, how could that not be done yet? And then she reminded us that it's a different version from the year ahead that was in the beauty boxes back during like the holiday season. Right. And then she says the editors had to cut out all the specific dates, I guess, for the beauty box one. So now this manuscript is three times the size of that beauty box report and gives many specific dates. So, but I mean, are we going to get it half off? I mean, it's going to be three times as long, but are we going to get it half off because we can only like – it should be like when you go yeah. into like the stationery store now and they're yeah. selling calendars for 50%. Exactly. Off. It was like, it's going to be three times as long, but we can't, we won't be able to, we'll only be able to do like May through December. I know. I also, this thing about the length and the quantity, she yeah. seems to think that that compensates for the fact that it's late. But I think yeah. if you hold like 10 Susan Miller readers yeah. and ask them if they prefer a shorter, uh, horoscope that was on time, mm-hmm. all 10 of them would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess I'll wait. I'll like, we'll wait to see how much it is. And then if she puts it on sale in September, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> so you can have the year ahead for October, November. I want, I want just Q4. I just want Q4. 
That's all. Q4. Well, then you should get the Q4 <laughs> special price. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for the Q4 special price. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she she says she finished writing it and then promptly said that her art director is working on it now. So I hope the art director is feeling the pressure. Me too. Me too. Um, and then she went into you know Susan Miller, uh, tech entrepreneur. Um, she was reminding us to download the app and pay for it. Again, though, we don't have a lot of faith in that as we've heard from other people that there's like, there's not a lot extra in there, even though she says the dailies are much longer. And then she mentioned a new app, which she says is still secret. And that was, that's when I got a little, little thrill because when Alex and I met Susan Miller, and you should listen to that episode if you haven't, she clued us in that there would be a second app coming and she's finally talking about it. Um, but she said that it wasn't ready yet and it was waiting to be approved by the Apple store and Android. And this is again where I started giggling because remember she was talking about, was it, what was she talking about the, the year ahead of getting, so she's talking about something needing to get approved for the ebook on like Amazon. And I was like, that takes 24 to 72 hours. And she made it sound like weeks and weeks. And again, she's like, it hasn't been approved. And I like, granted the, I, the last time I launched an app in the app store was 2016, but I have done it. And the approval process for that is again, 24 to 72 hours. Unless you have, if you have in-app purchases, it might go a little bit longer, but the, in my experience, the review process is just a few days. So maybe we'll get it really soon. I don't know. But, maybe. Um, um, but, uh, but, but everything she says about it, the way she describes it in the note tracks yeah. with what she told us. Like, yeah, it's another, it's like enhancing mm-hmm. what you have now. Yeah. And, and it's got, it's not the same thing as the horoscopes. It's like something else. Right. So like when, so when, when she finally announces what it is, then then we'll be able to go back and look through our notes to be like, oh, does it match up with like what she told us? Yes. But anyway, she also Alex- says having my new app will lower your stress. Oh, she I didn't know that. Because it's going to banish much frustration um, by choosing the right day to schedule your most important meetings, events, first dates, and other key initiations. Wow. Well, you know, promising that's- a lot. That she has promised a lot. I bet you that one's going to be a paid app. Uh, I think you're right. I think that's going to be a paid app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll see when she releases it. I don't know. I mean, again, the Susan Miller tech entrepreneur is also dicey because, like, we know her website seems to take forever to update when it's essentially could be run on Blogger, Blogspot. Oh, so, yeah. Like, there seems to be multiple tech hurdles to things that don't need to be had, need to have multiple tech hurdles. But you know what? Susan Miller has been around on the internet since the internet was like invented. So she's going to do it her way, and her way might just take longer. And that is actually the lesson of, of, of our time. That is the lesson of our time. That's her main <laughs> takeaway. From, Miller's going to do it her way, and her way is going to take longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I mean, okay, we jumped right to um, airing our grievances, but yeah. she did in the beginning of the note address of some astrology. Oh, right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so she talks about April being so great, and she says, "If you don't read any of my other horoscopes for the rest of the year, just read April because it's so amazing. I'm so excited to tell you about it. Um, just like so many good things, a great new moon, which was on the first, and we missed it, but then a great full moon." Um, and then this meeting of Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces on April 12th comes up a lot in both of ours. And then, of course, a little reminder, Merc Retro. Merc Retro is coming for you. Coming for you in May. In May. Everybody, May 10th. 
just heads up. Yeah. But, um, she, she does mention that and, yeah. and to be fair, that's the way she starts off the note and then it kind of devolves into. Okay. Right. Why so, right. Thank you for the astrology of Suzanne. I guess that's what we all came here for, but you and I were just hunting for the reason for the explanation. Where is your doctor's note, Susan? <laughs> like, why were you late Listen, to class? I was, I was looking for the doctor's note and I yeah. don't feel that she gave sufficient excuses. No, again. Well, it's a lot like when she's trying to tell you like what sign she's on. You're like, I need more context. Like I'm writing Pisces, which is number 11 out of 12, you know, like. Right. Yeah. (sighs) All right. So she'll be, let's get into what everybody's really here for, what you waited a whole week to get, the horoscopes. Yes. Let's start off with happy birthday, Aries. Happy birthday, Aries. This is your time. Yeah, this is your time. Happy birthday. We have a lot of Aries friends also. So, and I, which I feel like I think that's why I'm also annoyed. Like, I feel like it is a rude to make an Aries wait. (laughs) And Aries is not going to like that. No, no. No. (laughs) No. And they're just going to move on and be like, I can find my own horoscope. Yeah. And I bet they did. They probably invented a whole new Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you're taking a risk, Susan, by angering these Aries and yeah. big Aries. Energy. Yeah. And on their behalf, we are mad. <laughs> yeah. Here's your horoscope for 20. Wait, what is it? April 2022. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that we should start off with is that, well, she's the first sentence was great. She said, each day you're moving closer to the best period of your life. And I was like, well, that's heartening. That's really That's extremely nice. positive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she said, you are already getting clues that life is about to change for the better and that many more good things are on the way. And the first thing she brought up was that um, this is the emerald year for Aries. And I remember that she said that before, but I had to go back and Google what it means. And it means that a sign's emerald year is when basically the entire zodiac – we all thinks of that sign as their favorite for the whole 12 months. So they're kind of like the cosmic homecoming queen, if you will. And because I've just watched Bridgerton season two, I was like, oh, it's when you're like the queen has picked you as like the diamond of the season and you're like the most eligible bachelorette. Yeah. Or the most eligible debutante. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's what an emerald year is. Yeah. So if you guys have watched Bridgerton, you basically you are Daphne Bridgerton in season one or you're Edwina Sharma in season two. Can you be named that thing two years in a row? You know, I don't know. Well, I don't know because it's, it seems to be like, yeah, you know, I don't know. She seems to pick okay. one. I mean, I say this as a person who has not watched the show, but now oh, I'm intrigued. Oh, oh, no, 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 you cannot because you only d- debut one year. Like a debutante has her year, her season. Okay. And then like, and like that season, the queen is like, oh, you are the best one. I see. Okay. And then, and then, and then the hopefully you get married that season because if you go two or three seasons without getting engaged, then you are like considered like on the shelf. But I don't think it happens with the Emerald Deer. The Emerald Deer, like, I don't know how often you get an Emerald Deer, but right now you're the homecoming queen. You are Aries. This is yeah. your time. To yeah. Shine. This is this, your time. This year is full of so many great things, so many opportunities. I mean, great things for career. She said a lot about money. Um, yep, yeah, d- travel, health, opportunities in real estate, happiness with family, maybe children. 
career expansion, financial gains. Ooh, and then also you will come in contact with many people, expanding your circle, and some of the new substantial and distinguished people you meet will remain in your life and become new close friends. Basically, I think they're in Bridgerton. I don't know. This okay. sounds really good. This sounds really good for it them. It does sound yeah. really good. Yeah, um, and this sounds really good. favorite thing, if you're single, you have a chance of meeting your one true love. Okay, then they are definitely in Bridgerton. You are on the marriage market as far as the Zodiac is assigned. Anybody who gets you would be lucky. Wow. Yeah. She says, you are getting ready to step into the floodlights on center stage as the celestial favorite. You are still in the wings waiting for your orchestra to start, the lights on the audience to dim and the curtain to rise so that all eyes will be on you. Wow. So not only are you the homecoming queen, you are also basically Celine Dion. Aries. Wow. 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 Things could not be going better for you. This nope. is a very exciting time. Um, but to clarify, that time is yeah. May 10th to October 27th, 2022. Okay, so they're still definitely in the wings. Like in yeah, May. You're 10th. still in the wings right now. Yeah. So they're not they're not emerald year yet. Like they're em- like the the ring is still waiting. Yes, yeah, but okay. don't forget each day you're moving closer to the best period of your life. Wow. So there's so many good things. Um wow. She says an entire gaggle of Pisces planets are currently filling your 12th house and they will heighten your intuition. That can't be bad. No. And then she said you are being given night vision to see what others will fail to see. This is being given to you to protect you and you must listen to your inner voice, which first of all, like I love that night vision because I think of night vision as like those goggles that are like green and black and it's your emerald year. So like your emerald year is going to help you have like super good emerald night vision. Ooh, uh, I like that. Yeah, really good. Yeah, so listen to your inner voice. And I was like, ooh, okay. Yes. Um, I mean, she says things about the new moon from April 1st, but just but, should we bother? Uh, so maybe, I don't know. She said it was a sign of the Aries is a sign of the entrepreneur, so you might start your own business. Don't know if that happened for you, y'all, Aries, but let us know. I'm kind of like womp womp on the new moon because, yeah. I know. And she says an older, experienced, mature friend or family member will go out of her way to help you in a touching way. So oh, that's nice. I hope, I hope that happened for you, Aries. On yeah. Your yeah. Um, she says you might take a trip. It might be an athletic trip where you can work out or go camping, which we have an Aries friend who might be doing that. And she did take a trip around the new moon and like definitely, you know, she worked out on that trip. Definitely. Wow. Okay. So we could get some like on the ground info from a real Aries. That's right. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That's absolutely right. Wow. Um, So she talks about the new moon a little bit and she says you might get engaged or married for your birthday or conversely, if you're unhappy in your relationship, you might decide like how to proceed in the relationship. Right. Um, She says this also might manifest as you might be locating the right person to help you in your work, such as a new lawyer, accountant, agent, manager, business partner, publicist, and so forth. Well, that's very lovely. And I also like that she was, again, like nothing's going to happen until May 10th. So you should use this time to like prepare and think about what you want to see happen so that like you can spend your emerald year like focusing on that. So like now is your prep time, like. You're, yes. you're, wait, you're waiting in the wings, but like you should be thinking about what you want to do with that, all that like cosmic goodness. 
Exactly. And then what happens to me every time I read about an eclipse happened this month where I thought I need to read more about what happened during eclipses because I don't totally understand. You know, she has an article about that that she's reminding us about and I keep not reading it. So maybe we'll do an episode on that. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe that would force us to understand what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But she says this new moon solar eclipse in Taurus, 10 degrees, arrives on April 30th, and she has very good things to say about it mm-hmm. for you, Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, money. Money. The money's coming. Yeah. Um, she said a change in the source of your income could come up suddenly without any notice. And also eclipses are super strong. So, like, it could mark an ending of something, but that would be good. And then – or it could take a few weeks. But, like, money is coming. Yeah. It might be surprise money, but it will be a good thing. Yeah. Um, And then she says that, you know, she always gets to love. Mm -hmm. um, And she says romance is not the centerpiece of this month, but that's next month. Next month. Right. May will be good for your love life, Aries. Yeah. Um, she did say something that, like, if you were if you were saying, "Wait, I want some good news about romance for April." I can give you one wonderful piece of chocolate coming April thirtieth, which means that like that full moon and the next month will be good for love. But I just like that she was like, "I'll give you a piece of chocolate if you wait." <laughs> I love that. I yeah. that's great. Uh, yeah. So I mean, overall, very positive. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, so you're basically, okay, like, right. You're the homecoming queen Aries. You're going to get some chocolate from Susan Miller. You're going to get some love later in May. You're going to get money later in May. Uh, and I mean, basically everyone wants to be you this year. Everyone wants to be you. It's yeah. going to be great. Um, she ends by saying, are you excited yet? You should be. I am excited for you. Aww. We are also excited for you, Aries. Wow. Way to go. Happy birthday. Sorry that your horoscope was so late, Aries, but hopefully that was the only bad thing to happen to you this month. Yes. And if Susan's correct, it sounds like that will be the only bad thing. Yes. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Aries. All right, so should we talk about Scorpio, Alex? Let's talk about Scorpio. Okay, what's going on? She had a lot to say. The Scorpio um, forecast was rather long. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you what's happening. It's all very good. Um, Lots of opportunity, lots of great things. She starts by talking about the new moon. She says you might begin to work on a project that gives you insight and experience into something so new the most people haven't even heard or read about it. And it might be confidential, so you might have to promise secrecy. So, like, are Scorpio's going to be, like, getting into NFTs? Like, what's happening? She mentions NFTs later, <laughs> no actually. Way. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I just think it's funny. It's I liked the you might have to promise secrecy because yeah. Scorpios are great secret keepers. They so are. So that won't be a problem for that them. That won't be a problem. Oh, wow. Okay, well, when they are ready to share the secret, I cannot wait. Yes. Um, She also says on the new moon, it was a good time to hire someone that would report to you in your personal life, like a nanny, au pair, housekeeper, personal assistant, gardener, live-in caretaker for one of your parents. You get the idea. That's what she wrote. I (laughs) I do. I do get the idea. Thanks. (laughs) Yes. Um, So she's, she's telling you to kind of like get these things done because then the next paragraph, unfortunately, is that 
a reminder that you'll need to outrun Mercury retrograde, which is nipping at all of our heels. Oh, yikes. So Mercury is apparently a little dog. Uh-huh. Okay. At the moment. Okay. Um, a scamp. What a scamp. What a scamp. So, you know, I I got some very kind of common warnings for Merc Retro, like, you know, buy your electronic items beforehand and that kind of thing. Um she said it's possible on the new moon you'll decide to like start in a healthy new chapter where you're eating better or like taking lessons about a new sport. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I feel like I read the Newman stuff and was like kind of not interested because yeah, that's fine. We can fast, yeah, we missed it. Fast forward. Right. But the full moon of April 16th, um, she says you were doing a lot of things that first half of the month. So when the full moon comes, you might need to rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, she talked a little bit about moving because Again, she always talks about moving for a Scorpio, but she says it would be better to wait until the new moon appears on January 21st, 2023, if you can wait that long. That's kind of far away. That's really long. Okay. That's really long. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wasn't like, that's really not that helpful. Um, Okay. So she can't wait any longer. She says, Let, let's turn to fun, romance, love, and feeling appreciated by someone special. I have been dying to get to this point ever since I started writing your report for April. So I guess this has to do with, is it Jupiter and Neptune are going into Pisces? I believe it is. And it's very exciting. And she says, this is the only time in our lifetime they will conjoin in Pisces, and that will be on April 12th. And she says, you may be skeptical that this truly only happens once in a lifetime, but the fact is that this will not happen again until May 10th, 2188. Whoa. So I think it's safe to say we will not be living. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this is like a big deal. So I hope something happens for everyone on this day because otherwise, like you've blown it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm stressed now. Okay. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like yeah. it sounds very positive, but it's also like this truly will never happen again to you ever. The year 2188 is the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is very important great things for love and happiness. And this can, uh, this could carry on a little bit for a few years, this kind of like good aspect. She does acknowledge that what might happen is not necessarily related to like finding a partner, but it's that you could become inspired for an upcoming artistic project and astound others and yourself with the range of creativity and imagination you display. And she says, It's a slow moving aspect. It may show up immediately or it may take until the end of 2022 or 2023 to appear. So then we get a little bit into talking about COVID and the pandemic. Oh, okay. So Susan Miller, epidemiologist. A little bit of epidemiologist, a little bit of just, you know, Susan's thoughts. Generally on history of pandemics. There was some stuff about that in Taurus as well. So I think that we're going to, we're going to overlap here. Okay. She thinks the same conjunction that I was just talking about this one Mm -hmm. that will never happen again. Yeah. will have an influence on society. 
So she says Neptune and Jupiter in Pisces is focusing on all the arts and she gives a list and she thinks that we will see an outpouring of joy once the pandemic is under control and no longer a persistent worry. Then she kind of like goes off on a tangent about the Spanish flu and like the fact that the flu shot we get now is the Spanish flu, which was never actually eradicated. Um, and then she says, excite, like, you know, with the roaring twenties, we're very exciting. Um, and she says, I feel by the end of 2022 and into 2023, we will see the creativity bubbling up and we will resonate each of us by the art we see. She says, you, dear Scorpio, if artistic may be at the forefront of all of the beauty, we will see. Um, And then she said, I was curious to see if Jupiter and Neptune were conjoined in 1920 when the Spanish flu was starting to wind down. So I can see where she like this took her a long time to write Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. She was looking into like historical astrology. Yeah. Um, And she said they were. So it was like this thing that she thinks is going to happen was what happened to produce the Roaring Twenties. Then she goes on this tangent about how she was watching 60 Minutes, a well-known news show on CBS in the U.S., and that also has an accompanying website. Wow, I didn't get the 60 Minutes tie-in to the Spanish flu. What happened? It's not relevant. It's just a tangent that she basically learned that scientists think now that the common cold was actually like at one point, much more serious and potentially deadly. Oh, it was like a pandemic at some point was the cold. Yeah, but she never kind of really like ties the threads together. And in fact, actually ends the paragraph by saying, anyway, I think that by March 2023, when Saturn moves out of Aquarius, we may be in a safer place than we are today. Oh, well, you heard it. March 2023, when all the other stuff is supposed to happen for Scorpio. Great time. Can't wait. Great time. Um. Okay, then she goes a little bit into the solar eclipse of April 30th in Taurus. She says that this will cover the Scorpio's partnerships. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, maybe if you're in a relationship, you could get engaged, um, children, all those kinds of things, potentially creative collaboration. And then I thought this was interesting because I feel like she doesn't necessarily like qualify things, but she said, I can't see everything in your unique chart. So I can't guarantee a happy outcome, but as a rule, solar eclipses bring fresh opportunities. I just thought that was like kind of interesting that she even qualified it a little bit. Yeah. Like people were saying that she wasn't like coming through on her promises. Okay. Um, So then actually she, In the summary, for some reason, she introduces a whole new thing, which is that we might be working on NFTs. Oh, wow. You were right. I was right. And, you know, I also just like while we were saying this, I had ideas for Susan Miller NFTs. Um, I mean, my friend Luke is really into them and he's made – you guys should look at rancidroyals.com. He made some very cute NFTs if that's your jam. One of them is me, but you can't buy it because it's reserved for me. I know. Um, Anyway, that's what happens when you're friends with an artist. Um, But I just like, oh, I have an idea for Susan Miller NFTs. If she wants to talk, call me Susan. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, and you can keep it as a secret, Scorpio. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm great at it. We all okay. are. Great. Um, so, yeah, she doesn't say too much more that's very exciting. She just, again, Scorpio, I think the thing to keep in mind is that you might have to get some rest towards the end of the month, and it's okay, okay to do that. And she suggests 
Um, even if you have kids, you should like get a babysitter because you need that time to like have a restful weekend where you can like lounge and eat bonbons. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. didn't say bonbons. I did, yeah. but I think that's what she's getting at. That's what I would do if I hired a babysitter, eat some right? bonbons. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I will say, cause I have just really said a lot of things, but again, it was very long is Cupid and his fleet of angels got a little shout out in my summary. <gasps> oh, wow. um, apparently they have heard the whisperings of my heart. I would love to see the transcription, <laughs> the transcript of the whisperings of your heart that were then like FedExed to the fleets of Cupid's. If Susan was in charge, they would be FedExed. Be FedExed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cannot Absolutely. Wait. So Cannot wait. really, it's a really, really positive time, Scorpio. She says April is going to be great, like, for everyone, but I didn't find anything negative in this very lengthy okay. report. So, so true. Okay. Enjoy. Well, congratulations, Scorpio. Um, okay, Taurus, here is your horoscope for April 2022. And I just have to remind everybody that Taurus season comes up next. So I'm sure all of my fellow Taurians are already thinking about their birthday party, and that's fine. You should be. Um, so for, again, Susan wanted to remind us that this month we will be focused on our professional honors, awards, and achievement um, because, and she's been talking about this for months and months and months. This is just something that's been around because we have hosted Mars and Aquarius. Um, and also because every month of my life, she likes to tell me I'm going to be very famous and successful. So just going with the trend here. She does. Um, but she never yeah, like, mentioned my house of honors awards. Oh, she's always talking about honors awards and achievements here. Um, and anyway, we've been hosting Mars and Aquarius since March 6th and that will, and that will leave April 14th. So if you have a VIP that you still need to see, it would be important to make that appointment quickly. And she said, take this seriously because Mars is the planet that teaches you and helps you to compete, compete, urging you to be the best you can be. So you have until April 14th to book a VIP, everybody. Get get ready. Get going on it. And I was like, did I book a VIP? I don't even know what VIP to book. What does that mean? I don't know. But I mean, I was like, I made a very nice appointment with a folklorist. Maybe that's who I was supposed to talk to. I think that counts as booking. That counts? Okay, great. Okay, great. So I made my booking with my VIP. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Oh. All right. Then again, we had more more Mercury retrograde warnings. Um, you have a, she said you have another reason to expand your career with the sense of urgency because next month Mercury will be retrograde from May 10th to June 3rd. And I was like, let's start my birthday month. And like it's just annoying. Um, and things will slow down at the very start of May. So it'd be best to send in ideas, meet with VIPs, or launch your publicity or advertising campaign without delay. And again, if you need to sign a contract, do it now. Um you guys should listen to our episode on Mercury Retrograde because we give her general things. But just remind everybody, beauty treatments like are what you should also do. So Alex and I were joking that like you want to get your Botox for Passover and Easter. Don't wait. And if we have any dermatologists that are on our listeners, please offer a Passover Botox special because astrologically that would work out well for you, we think. Absolutely. People need to do it now. They, yeah, can't do it now. You cannot. No. So – that's our, again, our business pro tip. <laughs> okay. So she did touch on the new moon of April 1st, which I wouldn't have known anything about because she was so late. But anyway, um, if you, anybody can remember that time, I can't. It was so far long ago. <laughs> 
Please. Uh, um, she, she said that you would be urged – she might have had the urge to withdraw and, hiber- and hibernate um, in the weeks ahead. And so that's fine. You just stay home and you should be making your appointments for your health screenings. Like your, hmm. like your routine health screenings, like dentists and doctors and stuff. Um, and I was like, okay, okay. I mean, I did actually do that, make appointments. So I feel like, like unbeknownst to me, I was doing it right. Um, and then she went into the full moon of April 16th, which was going to be in Libra, and said that will bring a work project to conclusion. And this full moon will also emphasize that you must pay attention to the state of your health, fitness, nutrition, and well-being. That's I a don't lot know why. of things. That's a lot of things. I know I was like quite a to-do list. But but if you already booked all your health screenings, then like it'll naturally come up. So That's true. You're halfway there. Yeah. And you can still book health screenings, guys. There's like no wrong time. It's fine. Um, she said um, – and then she went back to talk about how on April 12th that Neptune and Jupiter will conjoin. And she said this only happens every 12 to 13 years. And Neptune is associated with the arts and with compassion and unconditional love. And Jupiter is the great benefic, which she has used that word before. And I think it just means a good influence. Not sure. It seems likely. Yeah. Um, and she says Jupiter is a planet of good fortune that expands everything it touches. So this is going to be marvelous for encouraging the arts, including painting, sculpture, music, poetry, dance, all kinds of design and more. And then she said um, that this – that oh, wait. So the, I think I got my notes wrong. But it's the whole thing about how, like, they won't – Neptune Jupiter will not meet again in Pisces for the rest of our lifetime, as she's right. talking about in Scorpio. And she said they were going to meet in the Taurus's friendship sector. So if you – okay, so this is where she got, like – real honors and achievement here. She said, if you are artistic, you may begin work on a project that will unconsciously, along with the other artists in the world, begin to weave a new artistic template for our epoch. Did I say that right word? I don't even know how to say that. I've only read it before. Epic? Epoch? I don't know. know. (laughs) Whatever. Anybody feel free to Google it. I'm going to Google it later. (laughs) Okay. I've only ever read that word. Um, and I got very excited because, like, I feel like every time I read about, like, you know, the Roaring Twenties or, like, anything about, like, like turn of the century Vienna or, like, you know, like the, like the 60s, I'm always like, oh, I've never really been, like, part of, like, an artistic thing. Like, I mean, I've been an artist my whole life, but I don't think I've ever been, like, I'm usually, like, two or three years. Like, I was doing something that would have been great for Instagram and I gave up on it and then Instagram launched. I'm always, like, a little ahead. So I'm like, but maybe now this time I'll just be in the time. I don't know. But I got very excited that maybe like now I was going to like hit my jam and be like, like unbeknownst to me, I will be like setting the tone for the epoch. I think, I think <laughs> yeah. that's definitely what that yeah. meant. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then she went into the Spanish flu connection, which she was saying that um, that Neptune and Jupiter hadn't been like in this uh, since the the Spanish flu, and that was the time right right after the Spanish flu, she was saying that people wanted to like cast off all that death and sadness, and they basically were down to like boogie, and there was a lot of like creativity and celebration. Um, and she said that so like th- this conjunction will now s- will set a poetic tone, just like how that same conjunction set a tone in the Roaring Twenties. So I was like, oh, that's excited. And then she said, I'm convinced that we are due. For a bonanza of happy expression, and it will be coming soon. I am really excited for a bonanza of happy expression. Bonanza of happy expression, right. So I was like, the new epoch, which I will like artistically contribute to, will be a bonanza of happy expression, which makes me want to rethink my whole publishing calendar because I don't think 
I think I was forecasting that people are going to be dealing with like um, unresolved grief and I should be writing about that. But I think actually in 2023, they're just going to want a bonanza of joyful expression. I actually would title your book that. Yeah. Bonanza of happy expression. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So for my 2023 publishing, I'll do a bonanza of happy expression. And then my okay. books that unresolved grief, I'll just schedule for later for when people are like ready to deal with the trauma after they stop like making out all summer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay, great. Oh, my God. I can't wait for, like, the summer of love. Okay, great. Okay, great. So good. Okay. Um, So she said, yeah, every one of us – so this is Susan Miller, epidemiologist, but really I think of it as Susan Miller, trend forecaster. So she says, I think – she says, every one of us has been touched by the pandemic in one way or another, and since we have all had similar experiences at the same time, we we will respond to artistic expressions in personal and emotional ways. When we read a novel, see a movie, or hear music that refers to the ordeal of the pandemic, we will resonate with the feelings being expressed. This is unique. When have all of us had the same experience at the same time worldwide? Let's see what gifts Jupiter and Neptune will cook up for us as things unfold. We probably won't see anything emerge until sometime next year, but it will come. So, okay. So just like everyone thank you everyone for processing this with me i will put publish bonanzas of happy expression in 2023 and then once you guys are all ready to deal with your unresolved grief and trauma you can read my future publications that sounds great okay, really thank, forward to all of that. thank you yeah. everybody for coming to my workshop <laughs> you're very welcome yeah thank you so much okay all right, so she said the later half of the month is going to be super great. There's going to be a lot of social stuff and then maybe like one really big fancy event. So like where you have to like dress up or go to dinner or maybe a wedding. She was and, – and she was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like something really fancy and special. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, okay I'll get ready. Oh. Um but then she wanted to bring it back and be like, there's a, a warning for the eclipse on April 30th, which will be a new moon solar eclipse in Taurus, our sign. Um, She said, a new moon eclipse is usually a positive event, setting you off on a new path and bringing new opportunities. You have not seen eclipses in Taurus for nine years, and another one is due November 8th. Um, So, And that one's going to be troublesome, so, like, this one's good, but make your changes now. Um, She said that a new moon usually means a fresh start, and Taurus likes predictability, but but Uranus will bring surprises. But a friend's like very helpful. I know. But a friend's going to be helpful um, and it's going to signal a new chapter. And then she said, and everybody, take this one seriously. If somewhere sometime during April, around April 30th, if you get an invite near water, like on a boat or a yacht, accept. Because you will have quite a memorable evening in store for you. And I was like, I cannot wait to be invited aboard a, um, on board a boat or a yacht. Okay, this is very interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting. I I I don't know. So I I, I love when she gives a specific instruction. Yeah. Well, I'm like, gosh, I would love to be invited on a boat or a yacht on April 30th. Yeah. Yeah. But not like the Titanic, like one that sticks really close to the shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. need to go on like a long like I wouldn't do a cruise on an eclipse night. I just don't think I would. No, I think the no. time is fast for cruises. yeah. But anyway, she said, have as much fun as you like this month for Mars will remain in Pisces, your house of happiness, hopes, and wishes from April 14th until May 24th. And next month, April will be retrograde in Gemini. So it behooves you to act quickly in all plans this month or just as favorably to delay until after June 3rd, like your contracts and your Botox. Um, But she said, act with purpose in April. It holds so much promise for you, dear Taurus. Are you excited? 
uh, now I am because I might be getting invited be getting invited to go on like a boat or a yacht, and also like uh, a bonanza of joy, joy, a bonanza of happy expression coming twenty twenty three from Laura Von Holt. <laughs> It's going to be so good. I can't so wait. So good. Bonanza, happy expression. <laughs> we'll see. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. We had to wait a long time for the horoscopes. At least they were positive. It was annoying to miss the new moon. At least we know that the new moon is the end of April. And we've heard something about that. So that eclipse, we have some information on. Um. And so far, Scorpio, Taurus, and Aries are set up for a great month. So I hope that continues for everyone. Yes. And then, you know, we'll keep an eye and on astrologyzone.com and yeah. see what Susan's doing. And maybe the next time we talk, she'll have her new app or maybe even the year ahead, 2022, available to read. Wow. What a time. What a time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we hope to have uh, lots of information for you closer yeah. to May 1st. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And if you like this, please tell a friend. And if you have a hot take on Susan Miller's horoscopes or how late she is with them, please email us at astrologyzoned at gmail.com. And you can hear the transcript or hear or read the transcript for this episode at our website, astrologyzoned.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.